When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I love this. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What was your take on the whole idea that his hands are too small? I potentially was capable of buying into that if I didn't watch him play college football in Pittsburgh. Today's guests, Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. Saints head coach, Dennis Allen. Baseball media personality, John Boy, plus Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We're live on the air again here in the morning time in Los Angeles, California. If it's noontime, wherever you are, um, go have some lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this program. Just try to keep, yeah. I just try to mix things up. You I mean, know? I was ready for something answers. deep, maybe like yeah, philosophical, like something about the, the hoops yesterday. It's nope. Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday we were celebrating Star Wars. Today we're celebrating uh, Cinco's and de Mayo's. And, Taco and, Thursday. Uh, I don't know, but we, we got uh, we have two coaches, a GM and a John Boy, on today's program. Oh. And and basically we're just going to review the NFL draft and talk about what's coming up in the uh, in the uh, mini camp season and uh, the schedule is released one week from today. Uh, I'll be on NFL Network for that one, the schedule release show. Um, the head coaches are the head coach of uh, the Los Angeles Chargers and the head coach of the Los uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Brandon Staley and Dennis Allen, respectively. Terry Fontenot is the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, and he's the one who came in. He's like, you know what? Let's go Kyle Pitts instead of a quarterback. Let's go. Um, let's go. Uh, um, uh, make sure that we get Matt Ryan to another spot. Let's get uh, Mariota in here, and obviously Arthur Smith is is with him on all of that. Let's go Drake London. You know, Drake London is uh, nine feet tall, which is about three <laughs> feet shorter than Kyle Pitts. So um, we've got that. And then they got Desmond Ritter in the fold. Lots to talk about with the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons and Terry Fontenot. And then in John Boy, we're just going to this will be very I, I'll just say this right off the bat for our terrestrial radio audience listeners and for our Sirius XM channel 85 listeners on NBC Sports on audio and for our listeners on Odyssey. If you're streaming us live on the app or if you're listening to us on our podcast, the Cumulus Podcast Group, um, that has the, uh, the, the, uh, the logo on the Rich Eisen Show podcast um, version of this program. So basically, it's going to be odd for all the, the, the listeners of this show when John Boy comes on and we'll just all stare at our hands. <laughs> or, or or stare at each other while we touch each other's hands. Look deeply in our eyes. Because that happened in Major League Baseball touch yesterday. So we kind of we kind of did that reaching out, staring at you, <laughs> and then throwing you bop, out of the game bop, in the first uh... inning. That happened between uh, a Major League Baseball umpire and a Major League Baseball potential Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. So, and Madison yeah. Bumgarner. That actually happened yesterday towards the end of our program. And so we'll hit that a little bit more uh, on, on our show. Um that's uh, later on. Hey, man, um, Chris Paul's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, th- this just in. This just in. Chris Paul's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Can he, could go to, he could go to the Hall of Fame for many different things. He could go to the Hall of Fame for being one of the best point guards of all time, right? Oh, God. Uh, he can go to the Hall of Fame of being one of the best point guards of all time as well during a three-point era where he's like the king of uh, taking uh, mid-range jumpers, right? The he's the king of going to the hoop. He's the king of going to the hoop. He's the king of, of uh, penetrating your defense, um, getting you in foul trouble, and just making two-point shots in the era of where we're just all about the threes, right? That's what the metrics say. That's what everybody's going out, just trying to shoot the lights out from three, not Chris Paul. He can do that if it's necessary. Um, he can do that. He's also going to the Hall of Fame for, I think, drawing offensive fouls when somebody's so pissed at him they hit him in the nuts. <laughs> 
bofas. He had, yeah, he got hit. That, that happened last night. And well, he's I, I, normally the one doing the bofas thing. I, I understand. Yeah, understand. Yeah. Randolph Childress says what's up. But I guess he he was so what he was so uh, all over Brunson that Brunson's just like take this. <laughs> <laughs> he went all Nick Saban on him. Now I didn't see that live. I'll be very honest with you. I was doing what all good fathers do, oh. which is um, let their children watch a movie on a school night. Um, what but, movie? Star Wars. Oh. A New Hope. Because last night, the, the kids are like, let's celebrate May the 4th, nice. Dad. Let's watch. And, of course, it led to the whole business of choosing whichever Star Wars movie. We'll, if you want, we can get into that later. Um, just be thankful that your your child doesn't have really much of a voice just yet, and there's just only one of them. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, 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 that came across my timeline of, like, why was Chris Paul trending? I'm like, all right, I'll bite. And I hit it. And um, I saw all of that. Just when you think the suns are out, just when you think that they're uh, potentially vulnerable, like at one point, wasn't the, if we snap cut to, to last week at this point, we're thinking maybe the Pelicans can get the suns. Yeah, here we were. We were thinking that. And then even last night, man, Luca was doing it again. 24, 4, and 6 at the half. Mavs up a couple. You know how you can combat okay. that? You know how you can combat that? Almost shoot 90% from the floor That's in the fourth insane. quarter. insane. They did it again last night, Rich. Eight straight games shooting over 50%. They're two off the re- playoff record. It's crazy. They shot 60 last night. They don't miss. <laughs> in the fourth quarter. They, they're like that Snoop and, um, Snoop and uh, the clip of Snoop and Seth Rogen where they're just like, that guy don't miss. He don't miss. Don't miss. 16 of 19 from the floor in the fourth quarter. You know who you're going to beat when you do that? Every- Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. 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 Like... Everybody, Larry I could sit here and talk about my Warriors, and I could we yeah. could talk about Giannis is better than ever. We could talk about how your Celtics look good, and the Heat might get there, and if your Sixers can finally get some uh, some good providence on their side, and and Embiid coming back, yeah. um, you know, we could sit here and talk about Grizzlies can go on a run. Who the heck knows, right? But uh, you can do what you want. If the Suns are going to shoot 16-19 in the fourth quarter yeah. or shoot in, basically make more than half of their shots for the entirety of a game, this thing's a, a wrap. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And um, so there's that. And they've got a coach who's terrific. And and so um, that was one thought of mine last night as we watched the Suns do their thing. Another thing is, is does uh, the voting's already done. Would if there if you have voting throughout an entire, that's one of the conversations about most valuable players. Like, why don't we make that award a regular season plus playoffs award? Okay, that you have to include somebody's performance in the postseason as right. well. That would be unfair of somebody who doesn't for somebody who does not make the playoffs. But usually, your most valuable player makes has it. the makes the playoffs, yeah. right? That yeah, that's yeah. part of how good they are and how good their team Baseball's was around them. Baseball is kind of the them. only sport where that doesn't happen all the time, unfortunately. Well, I mean, it stands at the plate. It's time for what individual achievement, right? And then you're out in the field. You're part of a team. It's teamwork. And then you know, don't worry, I'm not coming around with a bat. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> let's just say the MVP in the NBA is voted on after the season. Would Joel Embiid getting get more votes now off the last two Philadelphia 76ers games now than what people might think if 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 Jokic and Giannis and let's we could throw Morant in there, you could throw Put Tatum maybe in there. Tatum in there. Would Embiid be getting more votes now after what we've seen over the last two games? Or is it just, hey, man, you're in Miami. It's tough. You take the best player off of any team. That's what you look like. Even if they have another, you know, all-time 75th anniversary team player on it who's playing like it's, what, his 15th? He's on the NBA 15 team, <laughs> right? Right now? I thought you were going to make a Chris Paul run there for, oh you for could make that MVP. case too no yeah, i'm I, yeah, no yeah. i'm 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 turning the page i turned the page got it no but <laughs> yeah. we, we could you could make a a case that chris paul obviously booker was the mvp 
candidate that was being right. bandied about of why isn't he being mentioned in the conversation. Exactly. Like if you chose somebody from the team with the best record in the NBA and say, why isn't that guy yep. being included in conversation? You'd have picked Booker, not Chris Paul. But with Booker being out and but the way Chris Paul has played right. the last few games. Correct. I mean, he would be getting those yeah, votes yeah, now. Yeah, well, I'm just... We can throw that name in this yeah. in this hopper right now, but wouldn't you say that the way the Sixers looked the last two games shows you how incredibly valuable Embiid is? Different team, and the fact that they were able to get past the Raptors. Part of the reason why they were able to get past the Raptors is a guy who was playing with a torn ligament in his hand, made a three-point shot to win He's it. Shooting him. Yeah. I'm just. I'll turn it to you. What do you think? You're, no, you're, you're like the Sixer fan here. Well, going by what you said, the scenario you just laid out, if you're going to vote after the season's over and he missed these two games, in theory what you're saying makes sense. Yeah, you see how valuable he is, but no one would vote for him because they'd go, well, he didn't play. So right. he wouldn't get more votes, but you could see where he I'm just should and how much value he brings to this team. Yeah. I'm saying the MVP conversation in every sport is always discussed by a large section of fans using the metric of if this guy was not on the team, if he was hurt, you take him away from it. How would the team look without him? They'd fall apart. Thus, he's the most valuable. That's it, yeah, because Chris and I... We're seeing that, I think, with Embiid and the Sixers literally playing out in front of our eyes, unless you want to say, again, the Miami Heat, you have to tip your cap to them. They were, you know, kind of, what's the word word, for it? The one seed. Yeah. You know, they they did win the regular season crown in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to term it as such. Well, we had the same argument for Peyton Manning back in the day, you know. Yeah, He missed the whole season and they had... Colts have two wins. Like, man, Peyton Manning's the most valuable player. Poof. Suddenly Andrew Luck's there. Also on our podcast, Chris and I and Adam talked about the reason Ja might not be MVP is because the team, I think, was 22-3 and three without him. So for as valuable as he is, when he wasn't there, they still won games. So that's why I'm saying right. if he was out now. Yeah. And then the question with Harden, man, is just, you know. Yeah, I mean, his stat line, yeah, you look at his stat line, it's not like, boy, did he just screw it up. You know, I don't know, man. But it's just, it's pedestrian, 20 and nine. You can't get 29 and four from that. That's not it. James Harden. No, we need. You can't get 29 and four from him. It's just. 30, 12, and eight. Yeah, Maxie's filling it up, but I always said I always I always said the first thing I said when when uh, when when Harden's there, watch Maxie get unlocked, and he filled it up, but it's just not enough. Another good bias night. Yeah, we needed we needed Maxie to do that and Harden to do that, and and how you know I'd say Rich, it's unfair. I mean, I really miss maybe unfair on this team, man. Yeah, Steph Curry was kind of the big. uh, the big missing piece, you know. But, you know, you think if they didn't make the trade, this would work right now? No, no, no. But Seth Curry was one of those. He almost seemed like a throw-in player that I personally was like, man, I, I don't I know. wish we would have kept that guy. I don't know how throw-in that is. If I'm the Nets, I'm definitely wanting him back. Probably I, I, would kind of, I would kind of stand firm on, not, uh, on getting him in the trade. And how about this for this trade? Oh, my gosh. How about this? Ben Simmons needs back surgery. We got to talk about oh this a little gosh. bit more. We got to talk about this a little bit longer because, you know, um, later on in the program, maybe on the back end of Brandon Stanley. I, 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 was, I mean, I, I was shocked. It, seeing that this it, morning, it's man. like, you know, shocked. I, I couldn't believe that when I when I saw that he now needs back surgery. Uh, uh, I there's really no words for it but i know my job is to give words to it but this trade seth curry is like what the he's he's the star of the trade <laughs> he's out, he's on the couch he's on the couch he's the star of the trade i mean but it's a one for one and it's a being seth curry for james harden and and well and drummond did play harden must look in the mirror because you know the one thing that i saw with him he'd are like okay glad you're out here back in the day it would be major problems going into the game major issue i I don't do you do you are you worried about him if you're the other team 
Are you worried about him? You're more if worried about Maxi. You're more worried about Maxi than you are James Harden. At this I, moment. Yeah, I think you're right. A million percent. You go into the game if you're Spolstra, you're you're more concerned about the second year player, not not the seventy fifth anniversary all time team. Not a guy no. shooting six for fifteen. No. Mitch, you mentioned looking in the mirror. Do they have mirrors in nightclubs? Let's see. And yes, they do. Hold on a minute. (laughs) Hold on a minute. I wouldn't know. (laughs) What do you mean? Did you see Harden's outfit? When you say nightclub, when you say nightclub, you're talking about a place that you go at night. Yeah. Like live? Do they have they have mirrors that live? Live on Sunday. I don't know. I certainly, I certainly saw, I saw a place called Live in Vegas. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Super Bowl Fifty Four wasn't here. Because James well, was dressed ready for the club after the game yesterday. By the way, I'm <laughs> I very proud. I am very, <laughs> I am very proud that you guys are talking about nightclubs and one in particular in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I made a Roman numeral joke. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I am very I'm, proud. Of, in I'm case proud, you're wondering, do you think you. like I'm? Uh, am I aging myself? Am I not? You, hey, Chris, you I know when very, he came I, up with that joke when I, he was sitting in that club on Friday night. No, yeah. I came up with it just now. <laughs> Just now, off the dump, off the dump. That's why I've got two nominations. Hey, hey. I like that. Is this thing on? Is this working? <laughs> so Sixers are toast, though, right? <laughs> I mean, it's over. It's, it's Sweet City. I don't know. Let's see if Embiid can come back with the Rip Hamilton. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's uh, like the, um, the fan of the opera mask. It's yeah. the concussion that he said yesterday. The report was he wasn't even able to look at his phone well, that's until a yesterday. So that's an issue. I'm, that's a problem. I mean, again, um, not being able to look at your phone is uh, awful. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I'm aware. See, you're, you're making a joke, but I think the I'm, the not, looking, I'm the, not making a joke. Yeah, but that's why you're like concussions right are nothing now. to joke about. <laughs> why are you smiling? <laughs> Concussions are not a joke. They're not man. a joke. Not and a it's joke. about the light. Yeah. We've all had migraines. You know how Dude. bad that hurts. You can't look at your phone. You, you can't look at light. light so, so the uh, in, in in retrospect, it may turn out that the Raptors knocked the Sixers out of the playoffs. I don't like these jokes you're making. I'm not making any jokes. <laughs> I'm using words to describe the actual facts about the NBA playoffs. It does suck though, because this had of course it this does. Had like six, seven Come game on, potential, and now Let's it's going to be. Hopefully, he will be able five, to um, clear the cobwebs, which is an old phrase about concussions, which is your brain smashing into the side of your skull so violently that you need to take a seat. Yeah, and that's so, something I don't want to. Re- I don't want to say I hope he rushes back from because we no, all know we the severity of these things. These so, things can't yeah. rush. Like literally, we just hope he wakes up in the morning. And he's like, okay, I feel much better, and yeah. then we get him. We get yeah. him that mask, and we That's see what's going on. But other than that, yes, the Sixers are, are toast because if Embiid's not walking through that door in the 75th anniversary NBA team version of James Harden's not walking through that door, Tyrese Maxey and half a beard ain't ain't cutting it. Yeah, we got no chance, even with Tobias Harris playing like he can. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program. Um, We've got uh, two head coaches and a general manager from the National Football League. Dennis Allen of the Saints in hour two. Terry Fontenot, the GM of the Falcons in hour number three. But coming up next, the 8C of the LAC. Brandon Staley back here on the Rich Eisen Show when we come back on a busy Thursday. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. He's on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, one of my neighbors across the way from NFL oh. Network. Yeah, I, I, and if, if, he, uh, if you ever need a cup of sugar, uh, Brandon Staley, I'm there for you, if you ever need one, across the way. <laughs> Great to be with you this morning, guys. Great to see you. Yeah. Do, you <laughs> do you want to tell us the truth? <laughs> That's the video we just played from Tom Brady telling truths. And it might have been a fumble in the tuck rule game. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah well, one of my favorite players of all time, Charles Woodson. Um, you know, growing up, I, you know, I think he's one of the best secondary players to ever play this game. Uh, that was one of, you know, those tough moments. You know, I think <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely changed the course of history. Um, but uh, I think it's always good to look back on it and, get, you know, unpack the truth from, from those who <laughs> <Yeah>. lived it. <laughs> Unpacking the truth. I love that. Uh, speaking of old school here, um, if I am not mistaken, you were uh, on the Chicago Bears staff when Khalil Mack arrived from the Raiders, and he had one of the best seasons of his career. And now look at this. Look look at this reunion. Am I yeah, correct in that? Imagine right? that. Uh, it, it was um, it was definitely one of those experiences that you're not going to forget, Rich. Because if you remember, we traded for him one week before the season. That's right. Uh, so that whole movie um, came together quickly, and uh, you know I think that from the time he got traded to the end of the season, it was it was just a, it was a blur. Uh, we had to get to know each other quickly. We spent so much time together, and um, what. You know, I learned so much that season uh, from him, and I think that that's what, when you link up with special players like him, that's kind of what ends up happening. And, you know, I was able to see what he did for our defense, what he did for our football team. And, you know, then, you know, when you have a season like that, you know, you develop a relationship that, uh, you know, is going to last a long time. And I remember when I left to go to Denver with Vic, it was one of those bittersweet moments because it's, it's great, but, you know, you're leaving someone that means a lot to you. And that defense that we had in Chicago was, that was the best in the NFL and one of the best I've ever been a part of. So for us to be back together, for it to kind of come full circle and for us to be able to link up now, um, you know, I'm definitely very excited. What did you learn? You said you learned stuff. Uh, from- yeah, I, I think that um, I think from a mindset standpoint, I know that you know he shared for me. You know, if you remember, Khalil was drafted high. Yes. Um, but then you know his rookie year didn't have like you know the superstar production that certainly ensued and just you know what changed for him and you know being around a, a great mentor like Justin Tuck being with a Charles Woodson at the end of his career and all those lessons he learned from veteran players and one of the things was is hey I don't have time to waste as a pass rusher in this league the ball gets out when you're playing against Tom Brady and you're playing against the premium quarterbacks Justin Herbert Pat Mahomes you don't have time to waste so um, that really affected his takeoff and his approach and um, and it really kind of changed his style as a rusher to a speed to power rusher going through you and um, you know and then just a lot of little things you know tips that he's picking up from O-linemen and you know uh, cadence tips looking at the shot clock you know as it walks down um, just to get a little bit of an edge and um, you know and then just the way he prepares and the way he trains I mean this guy's just you know you know why he's one of the, the special players in the game because it's it's his approach and um, you know I uh, you know that's a year that you know has been really special for me and now to bring him to this team and where we're going you know I'm so excited for Justin Herbert, Derwin James, Keenan Allen, all these guys that we have to be able to link up with them every day. Yeah, I mean, uh, when Tom Telesco calls you and says we can get Khalil Mack, what, what, what's your reaction? <laughs> uh, right? Confidence. You know, because you just right. know what he's bringing to the table. You know, I mean, it's this is a performance league and 
you know, Khalil's been one of the elite performers since he stepped into the league, and um, and I was with him every single day. And so, and I saw what he did for our defense in Chicago. We were a top ten defense when he got there. Then we became the number one defense, and it wasn't even close. And you know, he really engineered that playoff run for us. And um, you know, I just I think that that's you know really what we're looking for here is somebody with that type of performance, that type of play style, that type of the, the intangibles, the leadership, the competitiveness, and um, you know, I think it uh, it says a lot about our organization, the Spanoses and Tom, and you know, just being able to put this all together. It's a it's been a special off season so far. Well, I know that obviously, if you give Khalil Mack an extra second to get home, he will definitely do that. And J.C. Jackson is a professional to maybe help that. Is that the concept of when you're putting stuff together, pieces together in the crazy month of March? Yeah, Rich. I think the big goal for us was to become a complete team this off season. Certainly on defense, you know, we had a lot of improvements that we needed to make, and and I think that we did that. Um, you know, you started with the trade for Khalil, and then you were able to get JC Jackson, um, kind of pair him with you know Asante, who got off to a a really good rookie season, and you know Derwin Nas Adderley, kind of complete your secondary there, and then you know we were able to add Sebastian, as you know, who I was with with the Rams, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Austin Johnson up front. Um, we were able to get Troy Reader, a linebacker that was with me for the Rams. And, um, you know, we just signed Bryce Callahan yesterday, a, a nickel that was with me in Chicago, that was with me and Khalil in Chicago, was with me in Denver. And, you know, it's just it's about becoming a team on defense. You know, that's what it takes in this league. And you're absolutely right. If you, if you play tight coverage, which is what we believe in, it buys that count for Joey, Khalil, and our rushers. And um, that's what you got to do to be good in this league. And the, uh, the concept of giving your quarterback an extra second, we all are- – can understand what that might mean is so what did you see in zion johnson to go and select this interior offensive lineman 17th overall in the middle of a wide receiver palooza during the first round of that draft (laughs) that's exactly what it was um record number of receivers in the first two rounds and now everyone's wondering why i want a bunch of secondary players um you know, but uh, I think, you know, last year, Rich, just seeing uh, what the impact Rashawn had on our football team, you know, Rashawn Slater, um, an all-pro player as a rookie, we felt like Zion Johnson would really complete our offensive line um, and be able to really solidify the interior and the quarterback position. What, the pressure that affects you the most is the pressure up the middle. And when you have to anchor in against the, the Aaron Donalds of the world, the you know, the Chris Joneses of the world, the DeForest Buckner's, you know, that's, that's tall duty. You know, you can help, a, you can help on an edge rusher a lot easier than you can help on an interior rusher. So we just felt like that Zion was a complete guard, complete in the run game and in the pass game. He's really tough, you know, rich, like a rugged, tough guy and really smart, like super, super sharp. And that's how Rashawn was. So just felt like it would really balance our offense out. And, you know, Justin doesn't need a lot of time, but to give him more time, give our skill players more time, uh, balance out our run game, uh, we felt like that would be a winning edge. And then you, you bolstered the back end of that defense that we keep talking about here. Brandon Staley, Chargers head coach here on the Rich Eisen Show. This kid from Baylor, JT Woods, he can bring exactly that. What do you, what do you like about him? coach uh, Rich, you know I think the first thing is uh, he can really see back there and and I think the way we play at safety you know I've been fortunate since I've been in the NFL to be around a lot of good safeties Adrian Amos and Eddie Jackson and and Chicago Justin Simmons Kareem Jackson with the Rams we had John Johnson Jordan Fuller as you know and then here we got DJ Nas mm. you know safeties kind of make our defense and you know I think um, in a big way in the secondary and I think when we put Derwin James down at dime money when he goes lower to cover a tight end or a slot receiver we still want that playmaking ability in the back end and we just feel like JT can really see he's got outstanding range I mean you know the athlete that you're getting you know he's 6'2", 195 you know 4'3", 39 inch vert I mean he's an outstanding athlete but beyond his athleticism is he can really think. You know, he played for an outstanding coach at Baylor, Dave Veranda, Ron Roberts, his D coordinator. I really respect those guys. They run a pro-style defense at Baylor. You you saw it with all the Baylor defensive guys that got picked. I mean, there's a, there's a reason for that. And, um, you know, and I just feel like this guy's best football is ahead of him. And you get some speed in, in our, you know, in our secondary and some, some range, some playmaking ability. We know that we're going to have the pass rush. Um, so we just felt like he would be an outstanding guy to link up with and, and grow with in our secondary. Chargers head coach Brandon Staley here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's your expectation of a third year, second to third year leap for Justin Herbert? Well, Rich, um, you know, I think that you guys saw last year from the very first game to the last game, he made a ton of improvement as a player. 
Um, and I think that that's kind of what I try to tell people who to ask that kind of question. I think um, he's such a hard worker, and I think that he puts so much into the game is he, he makes the improvements because how much he puts into it. And then obviously there's a lot of talent to work with, but I think that um, rich, as you, as you know, this is the first time in six years that he's had the same offense um, going in, you know, this just doesn't happen for this guy. And that's what makes him so unique. But I think that comfort zone of being in the same offense, being in rhythm where we can go over the plays <clears throat> that he's actually run and, and build on that, build that chemistry with our receiving core tight ends backs. Like, Hey, this is the way I want you to run that route. Or, Hey, when we get this coverage, this is what it's going to look like. Hey, when I'm, we throw a nine route to Mike Williams versus, you know, Josh Palmer, this is what it's going to look like. So, um, you know, I just think that there's a lot to build on um, his experiences. I think so much as a young player at quarterback is just um, the inventory of experiences. It's kind of like being a head coach. You learn rookie head coach. You learn so much every single day and I think Justin building that inventory of the defensive uh, structures the defensive coordinators that he's going um, he's only going to get better well I mean that's part of your uh, interesting makeup coach is you know obviously in the pros you were on the defensive side of the ball as an assistant now you know obviously you're the HC but your background is as a quarterback when you played what 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 does that mean I mean I, I can't believe that this is the first time hurt Justin's going into a season already knowing the playbook because he's played it the previous season. That's the first time he's had that in six years. I mean, what, what does that mean for a quarterback? Coach? Well, I think, I think if you look at, I think the special quarterbacks of my lifetime, your lifetime is they had continuity of their system. Uh, just go. I mean, if you just rewind it, like they, they had a system that they, you know, really kind of, they became the system. And that's what, what, when I interviewed for the position, I'm like, that's my vision for Justin Herbert, you know, is to, to create a system for him and then to grow him within that system where he becomes the system and, you know, obviously he becomes like a coach on the field for you. And um, to me, that's the formula, you know, at that position. And um, I think it's what it does for him is it allows him to get into rhythm, Rich. You know, hey, yeah. I get comfort in my, my fundamentals. I get comfort in my progressions. I get comfort knowing this player that I'm throwing to because this is my system. And there's a confidence that comes with that. And there's a freedom that comes with that. And that's what you want from all your players is for them to play free. And when Justin plays free and he's having fun out there, you know, there are a few better. Well, I mean, and what a time for you to have him have that continuity for the first time too, Coach Staley, because, um, you know, I'm sure you've noticed we all are talking about it. This is the deepest end of the NFL pool, the AFC West. What with the number of people who have come in uh, from elsewhere, from Russell Wilson and um, the guys that you obviously brought into, Devontae Adams uh, are just two of the biggest stars that are now dropped in to this division. And then on top of it all, you know, <laughs> not to keep on piling on here, but it's the truth. I mean, this is Justin Herbert's third year. You got him on a rookie deal. Like, this is the window, man, right? This is the window. Do you feel that sense, Coach Staley, right now? Uh, I, I feel the – I sense the competition that's certainly in our division. I sense that, which is a, a, a really amazing thing for the NFL. I mean, that's where you want to be. Um, you definitely don't want to run away from, you know, competition. And, and I think that, you know, last year it was pretty pretty fierce if you looked at um, our division. I think all four of us, you know, with three or four games left in the season, we were in it, you know, to the very end. And so there was that competition last year. And then you onboard all these guys that – I think what's been unique, Rich, is that everybody knows these players. These aren't just like, you know, role players. These are franchise players. These are marquee players. So um, I think that's really positive for the league. And, um, you know, I think that I think we were, you know, right in the middle of that this offseason. And that's why we've been able to make the moves that we've, we've made and, and free agency trade and then the draft. And now you've got to go become a team, you know, and I think that's the secret is now you've got to go become a team and, and it, it starts over every year, you know, and, and so we're kind of in the, in the beginning of that right now. And, um, you know, I think in terms of Justin's window, you know, as long as, as, long as Justin Herbert's playing, um, Rich, that window is going to be open. 
No, I, I I know that. I'm just talking about for you able to build around it because oh, it does yeah, feel sure. like you guys are set. I mean, like the number of guys that you've added and that you've mentioned. I mean, we're talking every level. We didn't even hit your wide receiver crew, you know, which, yeah. you know, you paid Mike Williams and you, right. you still got Keenan Allen. And, and obviously you added a Isaiah Spiller in the draft at the running back spot, which I, by the way, uh, I think Eckler gave everyone a heart attack when he came out and talked about the Amazon game with, with, uh, with Tony Gonzalez. I got half my phone blown up saying, did Eckler retire to go join Amazon? Austin's got a, a, a blossoming media career. I know. As you know, his, his empire yeah. is growing by the day. Um, right, I know. Definitely not confused about that. Um, <laughs> So I couldn't believe, get over how big Tony Gonzalez looks, man. That guy looks like he could still play. Yeah, you, you could probably give me some snaps, but I guess There's that's no doubt. That's I my whole point is just to bring it all in is that you, it seems like you're set, but you kind of need to be set because you got that yeah, window where sure. we all see what third-year, fourth-year quarterbacks who are like Justin Herbert's yep. style or and, and, and stature, they want to get paid. They want to get paid a lot. So For sure. I think that's what's changed probably, Rich, for, uh, for us that have been, you know, like, around our age is like the, the quarterback of market explosion. And um, I think that uh, it's a great point because what you want to do is you want to kind of set your roster with the anticipation of what that contract could look like um, the best you can. Um, and I think that that's what you're seeing. And I think that um, there's going to be a lot of creativity in how that expresses itself because I think, um, you know, as these deals become, you know, as, as, as these quarterbacks land these deals, I think more teams are going to understand how to maneuver. But um, I know that Justin wants to win. I think that's the great thing about joining up with him is he wants to win. He wants to be a champion and he wants to do this for the long haul. So, um, you know, I think that what we're trying to do for him, you know, the Spanos family, Tom, myself, coaching staff, everybody here is, is to build a complete team around the guy so that he can be the best version of himself. And um, I think what we've tried to do this offseason is, is tell Justin and our entire locker room that we're trying to be world champions. Coach, thanks for the time. Let's do this more often. Love to have you yes, here sir. in studio. We're just up the road. So whenever you're free, this spot is, uh, is here for you. Thanks for the time. Thanks a lot, Rich. Have a great day. You're right, got you. right, right back at you. That's Brandon Staley, head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Every time we talk to him, it's just like, it's so impressive. Like, it sounds simple, right? When you go in to interview for an open head coach spot where Justin Herbert's sitting. After his first year in the pros where it looked like, okay, he's good. (laughs) (laughs) And you go in and say, I want to set something up where it's, continuous enough where he becomes the system right and it sounds obvious but it's so tough to do and they're in the midst of currently executing that where he's going to have the same system in back-to-back years same coach in his ear in back-to-back years with that system for the first time in six years which means high school Right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And so what's that going to look like? You got to think it's going to look really good. Okay. It's going to look <laughs> yeah. really, really good. Yeah. And his point about quarterbacks becoming the system, Peyton Manning in Indianapolis is the most perfect example. And obviously Brady in New England is the other perfect example where they become the system and i remember you know when manning went out and he got hurt that with his neck and they fell apart it's it 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 became his system so much the analogy i think i said on this show was like the alien spaceship in independence day where only the alien can fly it right that's it the extraterrestrial being is the only one who can actually expertly fly it. And that's what they're going for here in Los Angeles. And it's a perfect time for it to finally get going in back-to-back years because this year is going to be the last year they have Justin Herbert on this deal because you can bet they're going to – have to give him a new deal before his fourth year. They're not going to do that fifth-year option thing and make him play it out all the way into that fifth year. And 
they're not going to get a letter like this with Justin Herbert's logo on it and the JH stationery. <laughs> Lightning bolt. That ain't happening. Save them so, some money too, right? And they know what. Well, if you they know, do it early? Well, you, you, you looked at the deals that Goff and Wentz got compared to the ones that came after them, and it looked good until both of them Stunk. did not play well enough to sustain their um, present yeah, but Herbert's places gonna, of business. Herbert's going to get 45 a year. More than that. He's going to get top of the... Think he's going to get 50? He's going to get top of the... Then the market's reset. He's going to be the highest paid player in the league. It's Well, Rodgers currently has that. But yeah. Yeah. You don't think so? I'd like to see... I mean, we'll up. see what year three looks like, like obviously. But he's going to get... playoff game? He's going to get... He's going to get mid-40s to... You know, we're around the corner for to, uh, with a, a quarterback that's going to be making $67 million a year. Like, that's, that's coming. Crazy. That's coming. Yeah. And so... Um, Still waiting for one of those guys to win a Super they Bowl. They know that. They know that this is the last year where they're able to build around and and pay people, right? When we had yesterday uh, was Daniel Jeremiah on the program earlier in the week, and he's like, well, the issue between Philadelphia saying, A.J. Brown, I'll pay him. I'll pay a guy in his third right, to right, fourth right. year, $100 million in that market. I'll do that. No, no, no question about it. I'll do that. And... Um, the Titans didn't want to do it knowing the guy. And why not? What, what, is it just you're valuing the position differently, right? And his answer is like, no. Ryan Tannell, is he on his rookie deal in Tennessee? No. Uh, Jalen Hurts, is he on his rookie deal in a second round draft choice rookie deal in bing, Philadelphia? Bing, 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 bing. Yes, he is. So sold. I've got the space to do it. I'll do it. Yeah. And that's why this year for the Chargers is so big. And then at the same time, everybody's getting better. We'll see about Kansas City's lack of Tyreek Hill. I mean, Sky Moore going to that spot. I could have told you at the Combine that would be his perfect spot. Yeah. Okay. And um, that's some uh, interesting foreshadowing coming up. So, yeah, for sure. Um, This is a tough division, and this is the time – for the Chargers to show up and show out. Yeah, it's a big year for them. In the year that they've got Herbert on his rookie deal for the last time. And it sounds like they've got a coach and a general manager who knows it and has a plan for it, and they just need to execute it and not have the Chargers things happen to them. Like damn near needing a sixth quarter in the last game of the year to try and make the playoffs. You know? 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll get you set for our next interview with Dennis Allen. And then, of course, the craziness in Major League Baseball that went down yesterday. We're not going to stare at each other in each other's hands coming up. (laughs) Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. I have officially texted Charles Woodson uh, to ask him to appear on this program to respond to Tom Brady's Instagram, or his Instagram reel. Yeah, or TikTok video. I don't know. They swap them all. They're all the same. He posted it on Twitter. 
Yep. Of him uh, being asked to tell a truth. By the Biebs. By Justin Bieber throwing it out there, and he decides to respond and say that uh, might have been the tuck rule game, which is, by the way, a major New England violation. That's the snow game Thank up you, in Rich. New England. It's called, we call it the snow you game. You guys call it the snow game. Call Everyone snow else game. calls it the tuck rule game. Everyone else is wrong. Okay. And he <laughs> said it might have been a fumble. Maybe. Actually, this just shows how genius Tom Brady is. Because we're talking about it. It's May 5th. What's going on? Nothing. There's no NBA playoff games tonight. It's May baseball. By the way, it's what's Cinco de Mayo. up with that? It's actually preposterous. The Celtics and Bucks should be playing tonight. They played on Tuesday. They don't play again until Saturday. Well, that that's ridiculous. Yes, we are. We are that is now. Ridiculous. We are now in the got to make sure that the national TV, uh, the, the network television audience yeah. gets games portion of the NBA playoffs. Correct. There's Correct. not enough to go around now. Yep. And so they're going to forego their usual Thursday night cable TV spot. Or just every other day. Like and one day off. I guess we're just going to have to be looking at Major League Baseball. Oh, this, is, this is a good night to catch up on your shows if you haven't watched Better Call Saul or Barry or whatever. Oh, is that what it is? I mean, just catch up on a night God, of TV. This guy over here. God bless you. Catch up on the offer. Uh, I, I, on the a, offer. Do you, know, you know how many people are uh, say to me, Yellowstone. watch this, you watch that? I've got three children. Yeah, you, you I got three that. kids. Yeah, Rich, that's, here's the deal about that's that. three sets here's of homework to make sure it gets done. Kids are older, Yeah, though. they're so sustainable. Uh, their kids are older. Oh, my God. <laughs> You don't have a terrorist you Taylor, at Taylor, your house just like put I Taylor do. Taylor in charge and have her keep the boys nice. in order and correct. That's it. By the way, how many times though? I, I can't imagine how you haven't learned yet. How many times <laughs> we've met, Chris? I know you don't advance. You don't evolve. You don't. You don't. You don't absorb. You don't assimilate. I'm trying. How I mean, many I'm words a, can I use here? Now. I, that's my point. How many times have I told you what's coming and you're like, yeah, that won't be me. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no, no way. And then smash cut You're to the exact it, things happening to you. Like, I'm your Sherpa. I'm your roadmap. I am your oracle. That's your man's right there. This you is my guy. You want to know what's happening now at my house? This okay, is, so. I know. I, I could probably tell you what's I'm happening at your house because so, it's so, happened at my house times three. So and I'm taken telling the, you. We've taken the thing off the crib, right, so he can. He's free to navigate Look the cabin out. space, okay? Look out. But what he does now is like, as soon, Cage, good night, you know, night, night, see you. And then the door immediately opens. opens. And then he just kind of like peeks <laughs> outside, like, hey, what's up, guys? What are you guys doing? You good? Oh, you want me to go back to bed? Okay, I'll go back to bed. Now he. Cute the first time. Tenth time? Cute the first time. Tenth time, I'm like, not, not cute. No. Like, go the F to sleep. And then, he's, and then he's climbing up on the chair that's in there and he's opening up the blinds on the windows now and he thinks that's hilarious and then he's going into his closet and like <laughs> taking out all the books and his sneakers like just go to bed it's it's 8 30 like, what and I, are we doing Brockley and i are talking saturday night it's like nine o'clock and we're chatting for like 10 minutes and finally <laughs> brockman goes silent for a second he takes a deep breath he's like he's back outside of his room i, I gotta call you back <laughs> i know I've what is happening there. i've been there and i'm telling you i'm telling you he's, he's back out. i'm telling you just be be happy at the moment that you got the one because i've got the three and last night the three couldn't decide on which star wars movie we would watch out of the 19,000 of them to celebrate may the fourth be with you and i almost said may the f be with you <laughs> i almost left out the orth <laughs> With my children. Uh, Your babies. You know, may the F be with you. Let's sit down. There's a million on Disney Plus. Yeah, they're all there. Oh, and the arguments. We should just watch one episode of The Mandalorian again. Or we should watch this. Or I like the new ones. I like the old ones. I don't like the old ones. I like the new ones. So who made the yeah. final call? Dad did. I finally <laughs> came down like Darth Vader and said, I am your father. And I decided. What did you watch? I went old school, A New Hope. Number one. Well, number four, but number one. Okay. And I told him, you know, I was seven when my dad, when Papa Joel, may he rest in peace, took us, took us to the Zigfield Theater in New York City. And we oh. saw it on the big screen. My dad knew at the time how special this thing was. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn, at least? Did you get some popcorn? No. You want to oh. borrow the overwetenbacher? No. Suze was out having a drink with oh, a friend man. so she could, you know, oh, so recharge. so you were solo last night. I was Han. Oh, see, you left that out. <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs>
Who is Chewbacca among these kids? I don't know, man. Did you want to eat the bar of the popcorn maker next time? I'm just I'll telling you. I'm telling you. I'm You're like, hey, this tonight one. there's no NBA. Just catch up on your TV. <laughs> Give me a break, man. <laughs> My kid also Catch up on your TV. goes to bed at 8, so I got like two hours to Susan, watch. Susan, we're just happy to have watched one episode of Breaking Bad, and you was like, catch up on Better Call Saul. I haven't watched Mondays yet. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's the truth. These are facts. Dennis Allen coming up. I'm trying to watch Ozark because I don't want to get oh. spoiled because everyone on Twitter just keeps talking about it. I know, I know, I know. I, know, it, I, know, so I, know. I have to just scroll past. You know what I'm doing? Because Susie, that's like, one of the, that's uh, one of the few so shows that Susie is not, you know, she she watched a couple of them because she interviewed Laura Linney here on the show. Right. Yeah. A right, few right, years right, right, ago right. when I was out, yeah, right? She's amazing. And, 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 um, and so, um, but she hasn't watched a lot, like the last two, three seasons. And I'm uh, this is that's the show I watch when I'm on the road for the Super Bowl or right. the draft and whatever. Um, and so I'm I'm up to speed on that because I'm I'm like, you know, how again, soon you're going to catch naps when you can. Oh. Are, are you already there? Or I you got 20 minutes. I caught a 20 minute one yesterday. Oh, God, it it's incredible. It was so you got to catch naps when you can. You got to sneak right. in the nap window. You you're just like, I'll just you're like a narcoleptic. You're just probably TV <laughs> with no kids. TJ, you're just passing out whenever you want. Yeah, I don't okay? sleep. I don't and sleep. So, and you too, Jay, you must but you do you nap? You must nap all the time. Uh, yeah, if okay. you like it, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Sure, why not? <laughs> but uh, now I'm just sneaking in like 20 minutes of Ozark. And the thing is, oh. I got to keep the sound down. Because, you know, the kids could be just right outside the door, and it's a, yeah, Ozark is Ozark. maybe the most not... Not kid-friendly. Not kid-friendly kid friendly. show that's out there. Yeah. You know what Zan asked to see, would start watching the other day, was Euphoria. And I'm like, no way, man. No, no, no. No Do not. Because that filters into seventh grade, uh, you yeah, know, nah. zeitgeist. Like, they hear about it, and yeah, I'm like, no, not. man. Like, no. if we're going to if we're gonna even approach the Euphoria years coming up, this is not what's called content. This is what's called no freaking way. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if, if we're going to even come close to living it, I'm not going to just like get a preview through uh, uh-uh. Zendaya. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. As great or as she is. Or is it Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay. Yeah. As great as really? she is. Will, you know, the, the Zendaya that's fine for the house. Greatest showing. Great. Euphoria. No, thanks. <laughs> that's Man. where I'm laying down the law. I think that's a smart move. So did Susie have her drink? Because you were gone all weekend in Vegas, so no, she's like, it's "I'm not one of those this. things." It's no. just like a friend calls, and she's just like, uh, "You know, we we check with each other. Cool yeah. to do this. Cool to do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anytime, Absolutely. it's like, of course, go, do it, go. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> the force is with him. The force is with me. Although at times it. F- it, it felt like I was Alderaan, and there was a big Death Star shooting at me, Yo, man. Spoiler, spoiler alert! alert. Yeah, I know. Assume tape. <laughs> Assume tape. Dennis Allen coming up. <laughs>